0: ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. To Sport Now and good morning, Warwick Hadfield.
1: Good, good morning, Patricia. Can I tell you that when uh, Alison and I were in, in, in at Antarctica in January, we had two humpbacks swim right under our little zodiac. It was the most astonishing, like a spiritual thing, just to be so close to these mighty animals who were feeding at the time and they kept coming up and... Making that sound as yeah. they came up. They are incredible it, uh, animals. Made you feel very, very tiny, and uh, you know, a, s- a small speck in a great big sandy beach of, of the universe. I can tell you,
0: we are just. Little nothings, aren't we? In surfing, <laughs> Australia's top-ranked surfer Molly Picklam, who is not a little nothing at all, is
1: through to the semi-finals of the pro event at Sunset Beach in Hawaii. Patricia, she's the defending champion at this tournament um, and she's just won her quarterfinal against the American Lakey Peterson and now competes against the Costa Rican Brisa Hennessy, who has uh, just eliminated the woman, the woman currently ranked at number one. That's Katie Simmons, who failed to score anything. A big, big zero, which is a bit of a fall from grace, all of which now means a a win at Sunset Beach would make Picklem the number one ranked surfer. But if she gets past Hennessy, who is the third best surfer so far in 2024, there's still plenty of stiff competition to come. The defending champion, the defending world champion, that is, Carolyn Marks, and the French veteran Joanne Defay are currently in the water. And fellow Australian Bella Nichols still has her quarterfinal To come in a few minutes, that's against Betty Lou Sakara Johnson, who in the way of surfing competes for Hawaii, even though, of course, Hawaii is part of the United States, as we found out in American politics about uh, four or five years ago, Patricia. Mm, We did.
0: In basketball, (laughs) the race for the
1: WNBL minor premiership still wide open with a round to go. Yeah, Patricia. That's after the Southside Flyers uh, went to the top of the ladder by beating the Fire at the Townsville Entertainment Centre last night. The score, pretty comprehensive, seventy-seven to seventy. So it now all comes down to this weekend's final round of matches to see who is accorded that all-important status of minor premier. The Flyers need to beat Adelaide at home to be that. If that doesn't happen, it'll come down to the last match of the home and away season between Townsville and the Sydney Flames. Now, the Sydney Flames are also fighting to hold onto a spot in the top four, so you'd have to think it's going to be highly competitive. Uh, last night, the Flyers led at every break, and you might have heard of this name before. Someone by the name of Lauren Jackson scored <laughs> 17 points for the Flyers, and she's been a major contributor to their success all over the season. It was their second win on the road as they make this uh, pretty strong push now for the, for the minor premiership, Patricia just finally in
0: Rugby League, Wayne Bennett won't be coaching New Zealand after all.
1: (laughs) Look, Patricia, there was an awful lot of excitement after it was revealed that Bennett, who was, of course, uh, the most successful of modern Australian coaches, particularly at uh, club level, but he's also had some success at other levels, had applied for this uh, New Zealand job. Something that which would have pitted him against Mal Meninga at the next World Cup. However, the New Zealanders have well and truly dulled all that by appointing one of their own, the mercurial Stacey Jones, as the replacement for Michael Maguire. And yesterday, the NRL announced all sorts of financial and other records which led to the head of the Australian Rugby League Commission, Peter Volandis, to claim that his sport had now supplanted the AFL as the number one code in Australia. I think uh, after all that, uh, Patricia, all we can merely say is discuss... <laughs>
0: Yes, wow. Okay, that'll that'll uh, annoy some people. Uh, in cricket, Australia won a last ball thriller in the T Twenty game against New Zealand last night.
1: Patricia, with four runs needed from the last ball, the Ice Man Tim David hit it to the boundary to claim the victory for the jubilant, you'd have to say, rather jubilant Australians. New Zealand batted first, dispatching the Australian Test match triumvirate of Cummins, Stark and Hazelwood, to all bits of Wellington, then doing much the same, probably even worse, to World Cup winning leg spinner Adam Zampa. None for 42 from three. To rattle up, a hefty three for 215. The Australian innings, with Travis Head out early, then David Warner going the tonk once too often, had... Various wobbles, but not as many as the New Zealanders in the field catches. Even the odd plum pudding were put down, and there were far too many wides. Still the game looked more problematic for the Australians when they needed 43 runs from three overs. Now, in domestic T20 leagues spread around the world, Tim David has paid a lot of money to do what he did for his new country. I must say that because he did play for Singapore before he chose Australia. Last night, he scored 31 from just 10 balls, three flat bat sixes. And then, of course, the match-winning boundary that bisected, and some might even suggest dissected, the gutted New Zealand fielders. So one game down with two to go and the formerly much maligned Mitchell Marsh was named player of the match for his 72 from 44 balls but the gong could have so easily gone to David as he turned the Wellington Road, Wellington Regional Stadium who had booed Warner on his dismissal into the land of the long quiet crowd Patricia.
0: In the AFL is Melbourne a club
1: in disarray? Well, Patricia Ruckman Talisman Max Gorn is insisting the demons are nothing of the sort and the club doesn't have a drug culture after his teammate Joel Smith was charged with trafficking cocaine. Now, these charges came about after the discovery of text messages from Smith offering to supply the drug to teammates. And look, despite Gorn's protestations, the rumours and innuendo and the odd fact, swirling. You would have to be living under a very large rock not to have heard the stories of parties on boats containing Melbourne identities, now that's football club and otherwise, anchored uh, from prying eyes and long-range camera lenses out on Port Phillip Bay. To some of the facts, uh, the former club president, Glenn Bartlett, now he was booted out of the club when he suggested a few years back that players and staff at Melbourne should be drug tested. Also yesterday, Victoria Police confirmed they had become aware of the allegations against Smith and would be investigating further. So there's still a long way to go on this one, Patricia.
0: Yeah, uh, very stressful for Melbourne, that's for sure. In surfing, what's the latest from Sunset Beach in Hawaii this morning?
1: Well, Patricia, as we reported earlier, Molly Picklam, uh, ranked number two in the world and looking to go to number one, was through to one semi final, but uh, she won't be joined by Bella Nichols. She lost her quarterfinal to Betty Lou Sakura Johnson, Hawaiian. The women's competition is now on standby as the men's quarterfinals uh, get her way. They feature three Australians, Ryan Callanan, Liam O'Brien, and Jack Robinson. Gallen- Callanan and O'Brien are competing against each other very shortly, while Robinson's immediate uh, rival is Japan's Connor O'Leary. We'll have the results of all that in the morning, Patricia.
0: Yeah, we will. Um, I'm already looking forward to all of the results from that. See you, Warwick. Good on you, Patricia. Warwick Hadfield there. You are listening to ABC RM Breakfast.